Hey, I'm your host, Wes. And I'm your host, Scott. Come on in and grab a seat. Because you're hanging with us at the barbershop. a little bit of the truth nice hey scotty we're at <laughs> it again take a drink we are we are back again with another episode of hanging at the barbershop but uh we're not alone this time we've got guests tell us who you've got <laughs> <laughs> so funny right who did, who did you bring today yeah. well for show and tell <laughs> for show and tell I brought my best bud. We were talking about this the other day, right? What the hell? Yeah, well, we talked about this, I think, last episode, and she got pitched as that and not you. Yeah. Uh, my wife, Michelle, <laughs> is joining us tonight. <laughs> and how about you? Who'd you bring? I brought my number one and only, my lovely wife, Kimberly. Hello. Hello. Ladies, thank you for wanting to come and do this with us. It shall be interesting. <laughs> yeah. It will be. I hope so. <laughs> well, lots of running in and out of the house and lots of texts and uh, lack of communication to our significant others on what we're doing. And uh, yeah, so at least you can kind of show them that we're not like slipping out and going well, to, a, to a gentleman's club of ill repute. Well, it's you just know. down to the shop. I wasn't and thinking t- that until right now. T- oh, when you say to your wife, hey, can I spend $600? And by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I got the stuff I want to buy. Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. And it's it's like, funny. Uh, that was used to be younger, dumber, stupider time. Maybe married, maybe not married. Sure. That was, I sometimes went. I had a friend that enjoyed going to the gentleman's club and we used to go and that was Michelle's rule that I had to make sure she had a movie, yep. a bag of chips, and I showered before I came to bed. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and yeah, she used to get. I t- thought they were great rules. <laughs> they rules are good. And she used to get like a ton of great t-shirts, um, <laughs> that like kind of over- got them like my size, and then then they're sure. oversized, and she'd wear them as night shirts. And I think one time you answered the door in a yes brass the- rail. Oh, nice! And it was a Jehovah Witness, <laughs> and she really wanted to save your soul. Yeah. Well, they'd come. I think. Every weekend for about three or four weeks. And finally, I just gave up and answered the door in the t-shirt and kept That's wanting brilliant. to talk to her. It's funny. I've answered the door for them a few times. And it's there's a level of persistence there that I just, I don't know if I can do it. I mean, and don't get me wrong, and I'm not bashing them or anything. But I, no, think, of course they, I think they think God's on their side. So, of course, yeah, of course. they're right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. they're you're a heathen and they're going to save your soul. So, that persistence... Yeah, but I don't need anybody to tell me I'm a heathen. I already know that. They don't tell you that you're a heathen. You just listen to what they say for a minute. Thank you very much. You take the pamphlet, and then they go. It's not a big deal. And how many copies of The Watchtower are in your bedside table? None in my bedside table, but I've had them come to the house quite often. Yeah. Not enough room in that you know uh, what's interesting, nightstand though? for anything else, Kim? Hello. No. <laughs> I heard the best commercial the other day. <laughs> oh, do tell. So it was, uh, right? It's like, I always know the measurements of my bedstand uh, table. And then <laughs> they, the <laughs> non-disclosed uh, vibrating sound of something. <laughs> so, right? I would assume that most people that have uh, any sort of explicit toys or marital aids keep them in the top drawer of one of their nightstands. <laughs> and I thought that was such a, a great ad play that, 
you need to know the size so you don't go too big. That's where the duffel Fair bag enough. comes in, under the bed. We already have enough storage issues in our house for other stuff, <laughs> for other toys. <laughs> yes. Of the non-vibrating. Yeah, well, no. Some, no, some of them vibrate? Oh, Wesley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you include the sounds and the lights and all that Kung stuff. Kung Fu yeah. grip. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep, Kung Fu. So but, what we're uh, calling it that's now. That's your Optimus Prime. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess now uh, Jehovah Witness does cold calls. Oh, that's a new that. one. I was not aware of that. Uh, with COVID. Oh, I, you I know, don't that's think probably they can true. come door to door. And uh, I think now they, my parents still have a landline. And they, yeah. my mom has uh, told the story where she's like, I think I got a call from the Jehovah Witness. Which and, would be a refreshing break from the CRA scam. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It's interesting in the in the seven years that we've been together, I don't think they've been to the door once. Oh, yeah. It's always when I'm working because the salon's in the house. Mind you, I've been here quite a bit. So Yeah. So mostly in the summer. They don't come in the winter, but yeah. quite a few. Interesting. Quite a few. Enough where they know my name and they're like, hi, Kim. How are you? And oh, wow. I don't know theirs, but. No. No. It's always been nice. It's not been rude, and they know I'm working, so they don't take up a lot of time. Yeah, I got them when I was in Angus uh, before we got together, and there was a couple of them I was like, you know, had a nice conversation with them, but, you know, it really, it wasn't going to go anywhere, but. No. Like I say, there's that level of persistence that I don't think that I could have, you know, if it were me, it just, I don't have that level of conviction to organize religion, so I just couldn't do it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, this sort of what you thought we were doing uh, when we leave the, the house girls? I think so. Well, we listened to the first couple episodes you did the other night. Right. Well, you did. You oh, had spoil- Spoiler. You had uh, some VIP treatment and you- As we uh, should. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Got to listen to uh, episode one, episode two. Yes. Um, yes. What'd you think? It was good. It was really good, actually. I think we all laughed. at we giggled. The- yeah. Absolutely. I knew you guys would be good. Like, we hang out enough. Like, I know you guys are funny and all that stuff, but it very professional. It sounded really good. Oh, high praise. High praise from my wife. I will take that any day. <laughs> I liked it. Michelle, I'm a, I'm Michelle, yeah, Michelle was filling in the blanks to our jokes before we even said them. She's like, <laughs> I forget what the one was, but she totally nailed the pun before it came out of yeah. my mouth. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> well, so, which is. People have said we have one. One brain one, between the two yeah. of you? We're one person. I think, you know, even if it wasn't, I think the idea that you're hoping that it connects or that people are connecting with what we're saying, I think that was kind of a, you know, test the concept there. I I would call that a successful testing of that. Well, even Georgia giggled. Right, right. So our 15-year-old, yeah, she sat in on episode one and proceeded not to make it to episode two, but uh, (laughs) she listened and yeah, she had a couple laughs and she smiled a couple times and I mean, I... I think I share some stories about her and my lack of technology. No, oh, yeah. So, yeah. So it's it's nice to see that. Uh, it's funny, too, because when you look at our uh, our Facebook demographics, it's uh, right. I think we've got a pretty good grasp on our uh, 45 to 54 year old males. And then yeah. uh, in every other category, women are outweighing the men in likes. Yay us. So, Go uh, us. Uh, I think it's 58% men and 42% the ladies. Well, that's pretty good, if you ask me. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can keep our uh, women fans happy with what we're uh, putting down. 
Are you mm-hmm. taking a picture? I sure am. Okay. It's all the promo. You That's told true. me no pictures. I said no video. Oh. There is a subtle difference. Sneaky bugger. Very yeah. sneaky. She's like, yeah, no video, is there? I'm like, no, we're not doing <laughs> yeah. video yet. And we're not like, that advanced yet. We're totally taking pictures. Of course we are. <laughs> but uh, Why wouldn't we? Yeah. Take advantage um, of the good thing here. Everybody had a good day today? Yeah, we had the grandbaby. Grandbaby. We had our grandbaby. So I think that seems to be our Saturday go-to with our uh, with our children and their uh, ability to leave their children. Well, I don't mind it. No. Oh, how do you not? You have such a good bond with them. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I had this conversation with a couple at the store that we were talking that I was a young grandparent. And they're like, they very much shared that same kind of story and um you know whether it's our only grandchild or whether it's our first grandchild the lady kind of went you know our first one came fairly early probably like right in their 40s they've now proceeded i think she said they have 12 grandchildren and she says you know we love them all but she says that bond between like number one and number two where it was just them and we did so much more and we Mm -hmm. took them places and you know, you just got to the point when you have 12 of them, you just, you can't spread yourself you that can't. thin or as much as you want to think that you surely love them all. It's time and effort and doing that. And as you say, you've, by the time you have 12, you're going to be a little bit older. <laughs> yeah. 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 I have to say I'm tired. <laughs> just with one. I yeah. can't imagine 12. No, but well, uh, I mean, you've got a, you've got a connection with her that nobody else has. Well, I, mean, I really wanted that. I had that with my grandparents. Well, I was the first grandchild, so I can appreciate that. As so he, I really want that with Mel. But as a passive observer in our house, like it's clear that, you know, when she gets to our house, it's grandma and like to the exclusion of her own mother. So, I mean, that's got to, you know, be reassuring to you on some level. It is. I love it. Yeah. I can sleep for a few days after she goes home yeah, and recoup. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> as long as the dogs don't wake us up. Oh, goodness. Yeah. We're doing dinner tomorrow. Thanksgiving dinner. Tomorrow. Oh, that's right. We are doing Thanksgiving tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. Got the whole turkey and all the trimmings. Yeah. That's exciting. So you kept it traditional. I did. I only do turkey twice, right? Thanksgiving, Christmas. I think we're having lasagna. We are having lasagna and Caesar salad and garlic bread. Oh. Well, that's pretty good, too, though. A little different, a little lower uh, key, a little smaller bubble. A little Italian Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's one for you. We never did this before at our house. So when I came into this relationship, I was kind of taken back by the particular dish that gets served with every turkey dinner. <laughs> yeah, you can. Something for else. those people at home, I just rolled my eyes yeah. really big. <laughs> Something out of the norm? Well, I don't know. This is my question. Is it or isn't it? Because My grandmother did it, and it's just something that has to be made. Right. I've totally adjusted to this, and so it's not a big thing anymore. But like the first year... Even the first two was like, what the hell? Is it cabbage rolls? <laughs> no. Jello salad. Oh, yes. With mandarin yes. pieces in it. Exactly. Like, hello. Is this yes. a Thanksgiving thing? It is. It is? Okay. It's, I a, it's I'm, a holiday thing. Scott, I, you've I, got a reaction there. I don't think so. You don't think I, so. I would tell you my first gelatinous at the table meal item was at the Telford's. Really? And, right, this is a great backstory. No, because your aunt always brought that ass pick stuff or whatever she called it. <laughs> ass pick. I guess. Oh I just God. never thought of it as gelatinous. And I was a picky kid. Like, here's a great backstory. So yeah. we started dating in grade 11, grade 12. 
Grade 11. Uh, sure. Um, <laughs> how picky of an eater was I? Um, my mom said, this is what we're eating. If you don't like it, there's the kitchen. Oh. And what did your mother think I ate strictly for the first, like, seven months? Uh, grilled cheese and strawberry jam. <laughs> At the well, same time? Yeah. I, oh, nice. It's good. I've diversified. So sure. certainly I put different, I don't enjoy ketchup on my grilled cheese. No. But uh, yeah, jam oh. or fig or something to that uh, red pepper jelly. Something saucy. Yeah, yeah. Just adds to it for sure. Sure. Uh, especially with, uh, you get into those fancier cheeses. But yeah, for sure. The Telfords are casserole people. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. The elder is not a casserole person. <laughs> I am not. So I uh, a lot of French toast. Because everything goes in together. That's what it's bothers yeah. you? A lot of touching. And oh. I mean, sometimes it was like things that just I didn't think belong together. Gotcha. Still not a tuna fish fan. You know, I was that kid that, uh, like, if you had stew, yeah, I would separate the carrot, the potato, oh, so you're and like- the meat. You're like a food can't touch guy. But, you know, it's gotten way better as I've gotten, like, right now I'll take a little, like, fork and, like, get the meat and the potato and then the carrot and put it all in and kind of enjoy it that oh, way. But okay. for sure, when it came out of the pot originally, kind of struggled. <laughs> Didn't eat pasta other than lasagna until I was probably 19 or 20. I still probably as a... Wait, wait, wait. You did not, not eat, eat pasta until you were 19 or 20. Correct. So I know I know what it was like growing up in the 1980s, and we ate a lot of KD. Are you telling me you did not eat KD as a kid? I still don't. Oh, my God. I do not like, so I am, I don't even know you. I'm not a Chef Boyardee. I'm not a SpaghettiOs. I'm not anything that comes out of a can. I'm a little... Leery? Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's funny because I look at that stuff now as being garbage food. And uh, there are times you where all I want is garbage food. Right. Yeah. My mom has pictures of me eating like tomato soup and being covered like in the high chair, head to toe. And some point in my adolescence, I flipped a switch and I could probably count on my hand twice that I've had soup as an adult. Hmm. Wow. It's and see, like, I'm a total soup guy. You are. It makes me laugh when we go out and you're like, what's the soup? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it comes to the table and I have to watch you eat it. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, it's that bad? I, I, I mean, no, it, it's not offensive to me, but it's like, I would never. And they're like, oh, or you go, like, right, you go to a wedding that's serving, like, you know. It's a multi-course meal and, and like, it just right, shows up. And, like, they bring up. you the soup and you're like, boy, I hope Michelle's hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coleslaw is a no-go. We, uh, we have foods like that. Well, we have one for sure. I'm not sure what you're Fried referring. chicken skin. Oh, I don't eat it. It's yeah. funny how much I love fried chicken, and it never dawned on me until the last, I don't know, so 12 you pick months it or off? so. I do. I don't eat the skin. And we have fried chicken a fair amount, too, and suddenly it's like, wait a minute, you're not eating that? Hand it over! Right. Yeah, yeah. I save it for you. Crispy yeah. goodness. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I think there's a few other, like, right? And then there's just, you know, I think my mom was a bit of a reserve, or she just cooked for my pickiness. She so, loves you. Oh, right, right. I'm Moms do mom that, and right? boy, right? I mean, I she'd not. bake another meal for me if they were having something I didn't like. Oh, I wouldn't do that, no. I think she, I'm not mistaken with that. She no, would, she did. Yeah, for sure she did. And I mean, right, she baked a lot. Before COVID, you know, they're living out of town and I would occasionally go Monday nights and I'd have dinner and a visit and stuff like that. And I'd still get texts or phone calls and be like, 
do you do you like this? Can we can we have this tonight? And I'm like, yeah, I eat that now. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anything like chicken pot pie is a no-go. If you put anything other than the traditional meat sauce and noodles in a lasagna, touch and go. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, see, because we like occasionally there's a there's a frozen one that I think we've bought a couple of times. It's primarily a white sauce. Yeah, it's the veggie one. Yeah. It's, it's very good. He will not eat it. Oh, really? Wow. See, Wes... He'll have, like, everything on his plate. It'll touch, but you'll eat, like, all your potatoes first. That is true. And you'll eat all your vegetables. Like, you won't yep. take mouthfuls from each thing. It's eat that one whole thing, go on to the next, go on to I've the next. I've been that way my whole life. I think that was a coping mechanism as a kid yeah. when it was like, what's for dinner? And the, the standard answer was, meat, potatoes, and vegetables. And I'm like, well, what's that mean? It means whatever's on your fucking plate. Like, oh, okay. And I grew up in a household where whatever was put in front of you, you ate it. And if you didn't eat it, you don't leave the table. So that to me was, okay, the thing that I hate the most goes down first. And then the thing that I like the most gets eaten last because it's a palate cleanser. I I would agree to that for sure. I would would work clockwise or whatever for sure. And I had no pets that I could pawn it off to. So, I mean, you know, I was eating it. You know, the rare occasion I sat there so long that my parents just couldn't be bothered to sit there and wait for me. So they would get up and smoke and drink and watch TV and I would, you know, be able to dump the garbage. But, (laughs) you know, I'm done now. You know, throw it in the garbage. You beat them. You want to. Now, to be honest, so not everyone knows I'm a a weirdo. I am better now. Right, Michelle? (laughs) You are better now. Yes. (laughs) You will eat spaghetti now. But not out of a can. <laughs> but not out of a can, no. But you wouldn't even eat spaghetti, like... No. That was made, like, because the noodles weren't the right temperature Text- or something. Te- texture or it got cold too quick. I don't know. Deep down, I'm sure somebody could probably psychoanalyze me and tell me <laughs> what the matter with me, but whatever. It's, yeah, I'm picky. Not anymore. No. A lot better. A lot better. I remember um, shortly after I got hired, at my current job, and the boss had a lunch meeting at her house, and she went to a fancy restaurant in Lakefield and had it catered. Catered. And uh, I guess it was gazpacho, so it was cold, and it was seasonal. It was this time of year we had the meeting, so cold um, pumpkin-based soup. Lovely. Plopped right down, and then I think I followed up with a beautiful salmon filet. <laughs> oh, boy. And I'm like, God damn it <laughs> i shoveled that shit down my throat oh, and kept well my job yeah right well done. yeah with so. a smile oh for sure cry later how's your soup out. love it oh, i have to get the address of the restaurant so. how about the fish can i have more yeah. and i think I, thank god i think there was alcohol being served at lunch that helped that helped but again it's no different i mean even as a growing up i was not a, a beer drinker no. I drank beer because I could get served at the beer store before I could get served at the liquor store underage. And that is growing up in our hometown? Uh, you could never get served in I would. In I Finland. would think knowing who worked there at the time, no yeah. way. No. And I mean, right, my parents were too involved in the town. Sure. And this and that. Uh, Kobaconk was our go-to. Oh, that's fair. But I could get served at the Kobe beer store, sure. but not the liquor store. And if you got turned away there, did you make the trek all the way out to Kirkfield to buy it from the trailer? No, I wasn't that smart. No. (laughs) Fair enough. So I know we're not doing it tonight, but uh, everybody has a beverage tonight. So uh, what's everybody drinking? 
I am drinking some Wayne Gretzky beer. Is that worth adding to a round of cold ones? Um, It might be if I don't run out of it. This was actually, Ethan brought this home. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. And through COVID, I think his uh, summertime boss had been ordering it online sure. and ordered, I guess, the lighter of the two. So this is a light session ale, 4%. And his boss is like... There it is again. Another ale. Another <laughs> ale. Uh, he's like, oh, I ordered the wrong thing. And he looked at Ethan. He's like, do you like this? And Ethan's like, oh, I'll take it. And oh, then... Ethan subscribes to the philosophy of cold and free. Yes. All right. Don't you do that at that age? Yes. I do it now. I think exactly. He, like, who's going to turn that down? Yeah, it's funny there. The other day, he helped a buddy move his mom, and they gave him a four-pack of McClarnies. So it's very similar to um, a Guinness, because it's got oh, a okay, yeah. And it's got a widget in it, and I'm sure. like, do you care if I have one of those? He's like, oh, no, it's okay. And he yeah. finally had one the other night, and he's like, no. You may have the other two. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I did not enjoy that. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, right? Anytime you don't want it, son, just hook me up. Yeah, put it in the beer fridge, and I'll know it's, uh, yeah. Push Dad it, will know. Yeah, push it to the right. And, I think uh, he's hesitant to put anything in the beer fridge now. <laughs> that is an awesome story as well. So Michelle and I went to a bonfire, and uh, I proceeded to make the beverage bag for that evening. And sure. Michelle is a big fan of Fireball on Ice. I think I knew that. It wink, is wink. true. It is pretty good. It is true. There has been a few jugs <laughs> empty. So I uh, went to the beer fridge, opened it up. I grabbed a couple uh, for me, and then I grabbed a bottle for Michelle. And I'm like, oh, sweet. It's cold. Took a little bit of ice. Proceeded to pour her some heavy-handed uh, beverages uh, nice. at the campfire. And came home, and I didn't put it back in the fridge. I just put it back on the liquor cabinet. And Ethan's like, um, you guys drinking the Fireball? And I'm like, well, it's ours, so yes. And he's like, is that the bottle out of the fridge in the garage? And I'm like, yes. He's like, that's mine. <laughs> oh, He says, it's okay. Were you both drinking it? I'm like, no, that was just your mom. <laughs> and he's like. It was just like a quarter gone, and now it's like a quarter left. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, Michelle's like, oh, <laughs> they were a little hefty. I'm like, <laughs> it was only two glasses. I don't understand. Oh. They were just big ones. <laughs> I knew a guy who did that at a party once, and and Kim, you'll be familiar with this individual. I won't name him, but uh, we were at a party one time, and <laughs> said person's girlfriend shows up to wrangle him to go home, and she's yelling at him like, Sean! How many of you had to drink? And he's standing there and he's holding up his two fingers and he's he's counting back and forth. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. By the time he's done, he looks at the two fingers and he's like, two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And okay. now he sells me propane. <laughs> yeah, but we're not naming names at all, are no. we? No. No. If you can piece it together, you're- I'll a- save that one for you. He's your ex-boyfriend. We just went to a whole other level. There you go. I was going to say, this is fantastic because then, like, right, if you're a fan of the podcast and you can put that together, just uh, slide a DM into uh, Wes's inbox and we'll name drop you as knowing uh, (laughs) something important. Um, I kind of ran away with that. So, yes, I'm drinking. You're on the 99. On the 99 beer. Nice. Michelle, what are you having? I have the Smirnoff Ice Berry Blast. Berry Blast. So cheerleader beer. Yes. 
Yes. Nice. Have you figured out what you're going to drink when it goes away? Is it a limited time? It's summer. No, oh, actually, no. It's they a summer. are keeping it. Well, they better change the top of the can from saying limited edition. Mm-hmm. Yes, so that's the rumor out there that they are keeping it. I don't know. It'll be whatever Georgia decides to convince her father to buy that I will start drinking next. Hey, Georgia, do you think your mother would like this? It looks pretty, buy it. What about you, Kim? What are you on? Golden Russet. <gasps> Cider from the Kawartha Country Wines. Oh, my Gideon. I know. I think that's a favorite around the table. It is. It's pretty good. Uh, it's a big-ass bottle. Well, it is, and it's like 6.75%. It's a half a liter bottle, so I mean, that's oh, what you're I'm talking to. Chugging it. No, no, but that's like two drinks out of that bottle, yeah. so that's totally... It's okay. totally good. Yeah, I would drink that right from the bottle, too. Shout out to the winery. We really do like this flavor, like pretty much everything they do. Unfortunately, pizza has been shut down for the, the season because of potential exposure. Well, it was going to get that time anyway. Weather was playing an, a factor yeah. on that anyway, but... Yeah, yeah, but they. But their pizza was stuff. pretty amazing. The pizza was delicious. Oh my it's, god, it really was very good. I loved going there on the weekend. And as for me, I'm on. Uh, I'm on the Caesar tonight. A homemade Caesar, right? Traditional. Yeah, traditional, not spicy. Just uh, so vodka, vodka, Worcestershire sauce, and uh, clamato. Clamato. Say yeah. that three times. Vodka, Worcestershire sauce. That word. Damn. I blew it on the first first try. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Still couldn't do it. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. It's a mouth. Well it's done. a Caesar, and I like it. Now, if you were having it out of a traditional cup, sal- no gar- uh, celery oh, garnish. or pickle? So I don't mind the traditional garnish. So for me, the traditional one is obviously celery, and I love it. I do like the pickle, and the other one that I've had is a pepperoni stick. I've had it served with a pepperoni stick before, and that's really good. I do not like it with the the pickled bean. No. The bean, I bought a jar of them, the mild ones. They're okay, but like it's typically served with the hot one, and <laughs> I do not like that. Very good. I'm not the Caesar partaker of our, this couple. Me neither. I'm with you. Yeah, so we really don't get a say, but Michelle, what's your favorite Caesar Uh, garnish? I prefer the dill pickle. Dill pickle. But I do like the pepperoni, too. And you've also had it with? I've had it with um, maple bacon. Candied bacon. Candied bacon. Was that that at an establishment or somebody's house? It was. Okay. That was in Hamilton? Yes. Yeah. I forget what that place was called. It was called Meat. Meat. (laughs) Was it called Meat? I don't know. It was Uh, a long time ago. Hint, hint, if you're a restaurateur who serves Caesars, maybe consider serving it with bacon. It was good. Everything there was good. It was a good weekend. So, yeah, that kind of talks about the beverages on the table. So, if things get wild and crazy. That's well, why. now you'll know why. Yeah. Right. So, I thought I would throw some questions out so people get to know us a little better and get to know the girls a little better. And understand Uh-oh. what uh, makes us tick. Well, it used to be coffee and cigarettes for me, but I don't smoke anymore, so. <laughs> All right. So number one, dog or cat? Who's the question to? The table? We could go around the table. I feel like we should, like, rock, paper, scissors it and throw our answers at it once, but then we're just stepping on everybody else. Yeah, yeah. If we were pre-thinking, we could have had secret ballot. Oh. 
But you yeah, can okay, guess. fair enough. Well, here, you know, I could probably guess Kim and you could probably guess Michelle. I could probably guess everybody by what's in our houses right now. <laughs> and that's my that's my lock answer, but Yeah. I'm going to go for me and for Kim. It's uh not that I want to speak for you, but I'm I'm guessing dog. I would say yeah. I love cats. I just hate the litter box. Yeah. But I love cats. I'll tell you this. I love the independence of a cat. Growing up, we had cats and yeah. you could leave yeah. for like weeks and leave food for them and they would mm-hmm. be okay. But I don't like everything else that comes with them. And I'm at a point in my life now where my furniture is more important to me than my cat. Well, there is that component too. There is a destructive component yeah. to it. Yeah. 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 So dog for me. Yeah, I agree. I would also be a dog. And uh, Michelle, what are you? You heard it here first. He said he was a dog. I did hear that. (laughs) Yes. Um, I'm kind of along the same lines. I do like cats, but I'm a dog person. Yeah. What did I tell you the other day? You sent me a picture of a little kitten. What did I tell you? A little baby kitten was found under my car where I park at work. Oh, right. Okay. So... The person that parks beside me took the kitten home and sent me a picture. And she's like, it was so cute, fluffy and cute. And I sent it to Scott. And she's like, well, do you want it? And I'm like, well, I can't because, you know, Ethan and Scott are highly allergic to cats. And he texts back. He's like, if you want it, you can have it. I can live on Benadryl. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) And I love how you've done this so that story comes out. Right. Oh, look at you. I can live on Benadryl. That's so people forget that he's a fussy eater. (laughs) (laughs) And I hate fucking cats. (laughs) Uh, All right. Good icebreaker. Yes. What What else you got? Ice cream cone or snow cone? Ice cream cone, for sure. Waffle cone, ice cream. I second the waffle. Michelle? Ice cream. That is a clear sweep for ice cream. Who wants ice with syrup poured on top? Uh, Unless you're mixing rum with it. When we were kids, (laughs) and don't ask me why, but when we were kids and public skating on a Saturday night, I always wanted the snow cone in the dead of winter. I don't know why, but I enjoyed them as as a kid. But definitely ice cream as an adult, for sure. Oh, yeah. 100%. All right. iOS or Android? I feel like I know this answer all around. Why are you all looking at me? Because you've, you've answered all of them. Yeah, Oh, have yeah, I? Yeah. Okay, so just might as well keep the streak going. Yeah. So I'm going to throw a curveball in there and tell you that for the longest time, BlackBerry. But when BlackBerry was tanking, I needed to go to an alternative. And I did not own anything Apple. And I did not want to get into Apple because I felt it to be more of a complex learning curve. So I went to Android and I've stayed with them ever since. So Android. Personally, I don't care. I'm not a big thing. I'm not on my phone a lot. Like I go on, but it's not a big deal. Whatever Wes buys you. Yes. I was about to say like he, he research, he does everything. Consider that. When this we is got the phone together, we're getting. Great. When we got Perfect. together, you had a phone. You had a small Android phone that you had gotten on your own. And yeah. I think I – I don't know if I was still using my last BlackBerry. I think it was called the Razor or something. I don't know. I may have been on my very last BlackBerry or on my first Android. But then every phone after that, you're right. I mean, it's like, do you want a new phone? Well, I want a new phone too. So we would just get the same phone. Yeah, right. like I don't – it does what I want when I go on. But sure. I'm not like – you do way more with the phones than I do. Like with the yeah, businesses and stuff? for sure. Like for the salon, I do a bit, but... 
And now with it's all of this, deal. I mean, I'm I've pretty much doubled down on my phone usage. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Kim, I will also concur with you. I let Wes do all my research as well, <laughs> which is right. I mean, he loves loves to uh, deep dive. He really does. on a lot of stuff, and he's like, "Oh, I was looking at these mics, and I was looking at those mics, and I'm like, which ones did you like?" <laughs> okay those are the ones we're getting i love that so yeah um i'm an apple guy i think it sort of started with um itunes and oh my gosh the little music players ipods 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 iPods, yeah yeah because uh which we got for the kids and then you're buying music and then it's progressed to ipads and Streaming and um, yeah. our last phones were Androids, and when they died, uh, the kids certainly leaned heavy into iPhones. And after the switch, I enjoy it. You know, we're, you know, we are Androids uh, at our house, but I'll just throw it out there that you know we're uh, we're also budget conscious, so we've never. Well, we don't need all the bells and whistles. We've never had a. Well, I shouldn't say that. We have owned air quotes, flagship phones, but they were one to two years past their prime when we got them. So yeah, they were nice and shiny and they were new, but they were, you know, at the end of their life cycle when we got them because they're two years old. Yeah, so, but they do what you need to do. Yeah. We're that way too. Yeah. I would never get the current phone. No, I mean, the phone I'm using now is probably the most Cadillac phone I've ever owned. And I mean, it came to me from my mother's estate. So I don't think I ever would have bought it. But it was better than the one that I was using, and I just happened to want and, at the time, need a new one, so I'm using that one now. I really liked my LG phone. Mm. I liked all the options it had. Sure. I've gotten to know where all the buttons are on the <laughs> Apple phone, so <laughs> I probably would say that we'd get another one just Cause because now you're used to it. I know where it is. You guys were Android before, and now you've made the switch over to iPhone and iOS. Mm. Do you find that the iconography is different? You know, like, you know, Kim has an LG phone. I have a Chinese spy phone. <laughs> I got a Huawei. But I know, generally speaking, that the icons are roughly the same, like the, the, the way they look. I think the icons are the same. Are they? Yeah. Um, I think they did an update. Sure. And Apple ripped off. Android. I For sure. That's I, I, sure. I'm sure I read something that. In the last update, they're like, oh, my iPhone is starting to look a lot look like an Android. Interesting. Which, who knows if that's marketing or just common sense. When BlackBerry made their resurgence in the last couple of years and they said that they were going to the Android iOS, I seriously considered going back to a BlackBerry. But then the the point of entry was pretty expensive. So that kind of said, nope. Just keep going the way I'm well, going. I'll let you in a little hint. Yeah. If you start looking at new programs and new phones, yeah. this whole new system is terrible oh as you were saying you were having trouble with your provider uh it's not even the provider it's just right our our thing is done and the phones are right because they were old when we got them yep so i think we're on eights what is the current generation of iphone right now 10 okay and something i don't know 10 or 11 sure okay and i think there's an x in there too oh i don't know because they're edgy right it's Um, all for the younger generation they eat that stuff up like crazy it's new i gotta have it i gotta have it not to cut you off, but I know that they just said recently there was a thing talking about that phone technology has now surpassed computer technology. You know, they see you buy a computer and it's it's out of date by the time you take it out of the store. They're saying that telephones now have actually surpassed that life cycle 
Mm. Right. Uh, yeah. That frequency. Is not surprising, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think now because everything has to be a two-year contract and when it used to be three-year, three, con- yeah. three-year, you used to get the phone for free, but it was baked into the price. Sure. So now it's not baked into the price. So you get your data program yeah. and then you get a phone for, if you get a phone for $0, it's $11 a month buyback. So at the end, you're leasing it. So $11 a month, and at yeah. the end of your two-year term, you're giving it back. The $11, is that in addition to your monthly bill? Uh, yes. So it's not Which $11 of your bill. Which no. of. So now. So for the same thing, you're still paying $10 more than we were two years ago. And just to right. clarify. And we got they, rid of our phone. Is currently, it's, everybody's doing it, but we're currently with Rogers. Okay. But uh, I've looked at TELUS. I've looked at all the big. And they're all doing that. So, really? or you pay a little bit more and you keep your phone at the end of your two-year contract. Have you ever bought a phone outright and then just taken it to the provider of choice? Nope. I did it once when I was still in uniform when money wasn't really an issue. And it was cool to be able to do it, but like never would I ever dream anymore of laying down, you know, 1500 bucks for two phones, right. you know? Like, exactly. Well, they don't yeah. last. By the time the two years is up, you need a new one. That phone was great when I bought it, and it was the perfect device that I needed at the time. I used it heavily. It was a a Samsung Galaxy Note 2, and it had the stylus, and it had a pretty awesome note-taking ability, and so I used it heavily when I went back to school, but I would never have need for a phone like that anymore. And I certainly, like I say, there's no way that I'm just walking, ah, my wife and I need two new phones. How much is that going to cost? Well, here's two grand, sure. Nope, not happening. Exactly. <laughs> I just don't know. And I mean, right, we've gone from five phones to four phones. And in this new plan, we thought we were going to be saving money. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if, you know, everybody stays on, we got four new phones, we're going to actually end up paying more. So it's like, I guess we just ride the rocket until yeah. the phone yeah, breaks. Yeah. and Or we start buying, you know, you buy a jailbreak yeah, yeah, you can definitely from do that. The guy at the corner, and or you, you're, you know, you're on the marketplace and you're yeah. buying everybody seconds or whatever. Yeah. Or you know, like Sean, our friend Sean, for a while he bought an offshore, like directly from China. That don't ask me what the branding was on it because it was nothing I could pronounce. But he said it was, you know, perfectly capable phone and it lasted him a couple of years. But there you go. But here's here's one for the listeners. I mean, uh, now that we're sort of taking a dive on the whole cell phone thing. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are on uh, cell phones, if it's uh, iOS or Android, and what are you guys doing to combat the uh, rising price of cellular technology? Next question. Yeah. Cake or pie? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Pake. <laughs> Actually, there's somebody in Kawartha Lakes that yeah. is now currently baking a pie inside of a cake. Oh, really? At some bakery in, I've seen a couple posts now, so you can have whatever pie you want Yeah, inside a cake. Really? I don't know if I could mm. do it like that. I don't think I could do it at the same time, but I got to tell you, I love cake, and there are certain flavors of pie that I'm a huge fan of. So yeah, but you, if you had a choice in front of you, if right all now, you could eat, only for the one rest of your for days, the rest of my life, rest of your days. Oh, then you know what? 
I'm going to have to, I'm going to side with Pi. And there's a part of me that wants to like slip my own throat for saying that, but I feel like I'm getting more, <laughs> more nutrients because there's pastry and fruit. The possibility of fruit. Yeah. 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 Or it could be meat and I'd still be happy. <laughs> there you go. Kim? Cake for me. Cake. It's the icing. There you go. That's too good to pass out. Michelle? Cake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am, too, going to go with cake. There's just a couple angel food. Sure. Uh, with or without uh, fluffy icing that you got to cut with that special little knife with mm-hmm. the fingers. Right, 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 right. Oh, so good. <laughs> so we're talking any flavor of cake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. any flavor oh, of pie? pie? Yeah. Correct. Really? Yeah. That's such a landslide, like, one-sided answer. I can't. I couldn't do it. I mean... If you put cheesecake a, is on my side. So cheesecake though. You can't have any. You just but cheesecake has a graham cracker crust like a pie. So is but it a cake or is it a pie? It's a cake. I think it blurs the lines. Cheese. There's cake. another there's another question for the listeners. Cheesecake. It may say cake, but we all know it's a pie in there somewhere. Let <laughs> me know what you think. You can't change your answer. <laughs> but this is this is my point. So if you take like let's say um so my favorite cake in the whole wide world is black forest cake and if you put the black forest cake down beside say a pie that i'm less you know feisty about maybe a say a lemon pie i'm going to take the black forest cake every time mhm but in general it's got to be pie that's okay it's not a bad answer you can keep the pie are you telling me i'm a good boy you are a good boy oh, okay well thank you for trying to make me feel better <laughs> maybe she'll let you have a slice of pie later <laughs> There's one piece of cheesecake left in the fridge, and now but I'm going to... it's gonna... cake, and it's mine. And now you can't have it. <laughs> yeah? Well, the strawberry pie filling on top is mine. <laughs> Bath or shower? Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a tough one. It's been a long time since I've had a bath. I do like them. I prefer them with a friend, but the tub that we currently own is not conducive to that, so... Shower for for cleanliness and bath for relaxation and extracurricular. Yeah, that's a tough one. It depends on the mood. I think, too, women tend to be more soakers than men. I don't know. I owned a hot tub in my last house, and uh, I lived in it even in, like, January. So, you know, if I owned one, I would be in it all year round. So, you know... That's not a bath, I'm though, gonna, per I'm se. Gonna, I was going to say, I'm going to let you in a little hint. It's not You're a bath. You're never getting clean in a fucking hot tub. Oh, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kim? It's hard to answer. It depends on the mood. Because a really nice bath with a book and a candle, maybe a glass of wine, it's really awesome. But then a really nice hot shower at the end of a long day, it's pretty cool, too. I can't really answer. Michelle? Shower. And I'm a shower as well. You can soak in a shower. You can have a shower quickly. Uh, shower tubs, with a friend. Yeah, tubs. <laughs> that is true. Tubs that are true. work. You got to take all the laundry out of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forgot you guys do that. Yeah, I forgot uh, about that. I'll tell you. It was laundry day today. The tub was full. The tub is empty today. And yeah. We could go home and have a tub, Michelle. We could, yeah. I'll make, I'll make one more pitch for a shower, and this is just a personal anecdote. Um, when I was still very sick and not coping very well with my life, a lot of times I would use the shower as a way to mentally cleanse. So there's this kind of a metaphor. I would take the shower, 
and I would turn the temperature up as hot as I could physically stand it, like to the point where like some people, I'm sure they would have been like, I'm out. This is how hot that I would have it. But as I washed my body, I really felt like this release of tension and release of stress. So for that reason alone, shower for sure. There you go. All right. Last one of these. What is worse, laundry or dishes? I'm very intrigued of what you're about to say. Well, I do dishes (laughs) and I'm anal about them. So I'm going to say laundry is worse because I do almost none of that. Mm-hmm. So dishes is my preferred, laundry is not. I hate them both, but I do them oh, both. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you probably do a lot more laundry because of the business, I too. I do, every day. Every day, because during the week, it's the salon, right? Every day you have a load or two, and the weekends, it's our stuff. So it's almost every day I'm in that laundry room. Michelle? <laughs> that I hate. <laughs> What's worse? Oh, what's worse? I'd say dishes are worse because I don't know. They just they do they tend to pile up there and they pile up and right. We're we're in the same boat. I will agree with Michelle and our household clearly <laughs> would agree with us. Even if the dishwasher gets run, yeah, the time it takes for somebody to go and empty it. Oh, okay. Or if the dishwasher is empty and the amount of dishes that end up on the counter. Because nobody will fill it up. No one wants to bend over and even put them in the dishwasher. When the kids were young, you'd have clean dishes on one side, dirty on the other. Oh, yeah. In the dishwasher at the same time? That would me insane. I wouldn't have been able to live with that. I don't mind doing laundry. Um, I do it okay. Where I struggle is putting it away. Oh, that's fair. We're like that, too. Love living out of a laundry basket. Sure, sure. I lived out of a hockey bag for two years, so I I can get it. So here's a great dishwashing story. It involves us all. Yeah. So um, I believe it was our house, and uh, maybe dinner was passed, or you guys came after dinner, and I got home late from work, and Michelle had made chili. Oh, God. Oh, I'm not sure. Awesome story. So uh, I decide that I'm going to... Oh, I... I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to have a bowl of chili and sit down at the table and we're going to talk. And so, right, and I like to eat my chili out of a bowl. (laughs) I second that for the bowl. Right. So I I go to the dishwasher, I open it up, big deep bowl on the top rack, pick it up, put the chili in it and start eating. You're enjoying. Yeah. And uh, Wes is like, you know what? Can I have a bowl? And I'm like, sure, man. So, again, knowing that there's no clean bowls in the cupboard, I go back to the dishwasher, grab the next big bowl on the top rack, and it's dirty. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. Wait a minute. I'm like, oh, the water didn't get up to that one for some reason. And I grab the next one, and it's dirty. So then now I look at the bottom rack, and all the plates are dirty. I'm like, you're a picky eater. I'm like, Michelle, what, what's wrong? She says, well, we haven't run the dishes. And I'm like, we have two labs. They are very, what would be the word, Michelle? Needy, wanty. Yes. They whine. And a lot of times the only thing that appeases them is a dirty dish that they get to lick clean. <laughs> so in that thought process, I guess <laughs> I grabbed the bowl that was dog cleaned, <laughs> not soap cleaned. And then I proceeded and I was like, fuck it. 
I'm going to just keep eating my chili. Yeah, and ate the rest of that bowl of chili. My dog, my chili. Yeah, so, um, yeah, very interesting. Um, We were doing okay for a while. I mean, we actually had, um, not a major, but we had a, we do, like, the the dishwasher at the house is not, it's it's on its last leg, so, and that worked out okay because... The girls moved out, so that left the two of us. us. So it was simple: pull a dish out, have a meal, wash it, and put it away. And for a while there, when it was just the two of us, no problem. We could go through a single use of one dish, one plate, or one cup, one fork, and all that stuff. But prior to that, and I couldn't figure it out. It's like there's three of us in this house. How do we use every plate and every fork every day? It happens. A lot of. uh... Cutlery and flatware in bedrooms. <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes, but actually, the the best one, the best one is is when I'm doing glasses or I'm <laughs> I'm doing dishes, and I'll say to Kim, "You got any dishes? No, no. How many glasses are in your shop? Just one, really? Because there's a hole here for like five. And then that is very and then, rare, and also true. <laughs> it happens. It happens for sure. Oh, um, it's just the way that we rib each." <laughs> and that's I always encourage the kids when they're like coming down. I'm like laundry and dishes. If you're coming down, yeah, yeah, and don't come down empty-handed. <laughs> I mean, that's one of those parenting things, and maybe we haven't done well with it. And uh... we got to the point with the girls where I went to the dollar store and I bought each of them a place setting of plastic plate, cup, bowl, and a bag of plastic utensils. And I said, if things don't change around here. This will be the only thing that you will use because I will take every dish out of the cupboard and it will be in my bedroom. That's right, Sergeant Arscott. <laughs> and that didn't happen. It didn't happen. No. No, and the habits didn't change, so. No. It's how it goes. And by the way, I'm not that guy anymore. <laughs> no. No. Um, so that was the last this or that question. So that was uh, very uh, informative. So then I've got a little of a list, and some of it touches on the, the this and that and things like that. So I sure. um, thought we could talk about grocery shopping. Oh, we just did some of that today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys uh, traditionally always go together? Uh, for the most part, yep. Mm, for the most part. Since COVID, I think I've done more shopping. You have, because at the beginning of the virus, I had a really tough yeah. time. But normally, yeah, we're together. Yeah. And grocery list? Or off the top of your head? A mix of both. And sometimes we'll have the list in hand and we'll still not get things that are on it because it's like, ah, I know what I need and not look at it. And who adds more treats to the cart? As of late, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've seen Lloyd's corner of the uh, the counter. He's very treat yeah, yeah. oriented. Uh, he likes his treats. But today, uh, we, we shop today and treat-wise... Kim by one box. Well, you got those cookies. The and peanut butter cookies. And you got two boxes of cookies. Well, they were for dad. The puffs and the chocolate cookies oh. were for him. So you. Well, damn. <laughs> there you go. Today it was me. I bought a box of cookies. Yeah. Very nice. Um, Michelle, so in our house, mm-hmm. who's the primary grocery? It used to be me. And then COVID hit. And I was not allowed to attend grocery stores unless I was supervised. So you were given the grocery list and did the shopping. Right. and we've, Which I'm quite enjoying. Right. So we've started. Uh, it's, a, it's been a little different lately. Mm-hmm. It seems like you've been doing a little I'm bit allow- more. I'm allowed to go to National Grocers. Yeah. 
but as better, for an actual grocery store, layout. I need supervision because people are stupid. And uh, we've okay. we've started um, a family uh, grocery list uh, through the iPhones have the ability to share lists. So we have a, a current shopping list on the phone, and then when you buy it, it disappears off the list. But a lot of Saturdays and a lot of Friday nights, we used to go grocery shopping <laughs> mm-hmm. together. Who adds more treats to the basket? You. <laughs> Who buys more brand name? You. <laughs> Who sends more texts for clarification? You. <laughs> and yet she still lets me do the shopping. <laughs> I'll say this uh, on the brand name thing again. When you're not feeding multiple mouths and it's just the two of us, we were like, we can afford this. We don't have to get the cheaper thing. We can get the one that we want because it's just the two of us. Yeah, yeah. I love that aspect of the grocery shopping. Something to look forward to, Michelle. They're never leaving the house. (laughs) (sighs) Hopes and dreams, hopes and dreams. Okay. They can pay rent after a while. You'd think, but sooner or later, maybe, maybe. I think the oldest one has a little bit more time. The oldest one currently living under your roof, correct? Sure, sure. I I think he can have some more time, mind you. I didn't leave under my own uh volition. No, that's true. So, So, laundry do you do your laundry together, or is it no? So, I do it all, yes, but meaning that the clothes do get mixed. Oh, so yeah, so Wes's stuff is in with your stuff, yeah. For yeah. sure. And 100%. how many, if you were bringing a laundry basket in, how many loads would you separate that into? Are you supposed to separate clothes? Whites to colors. Yeah. Well, sometimes I do. Other I know. times it just all goes in. Sure. Oh my God, no. Unless it's yeah. new. No. New articles. Poor Michelle's having a panic attack. I can see the across. look on her face. <laughs> she, She's oh. like, I don't even know you. And, uh, <laughs> and Kim does laundry wrong. <laughs> my clothes are clean. They look good. No, no. You've got your darks you've got your whites i do you've got your grays you've got your reds you've got your purples well sometimes i do but if and it's a towels. small lo- towels are their own thing yes depending right? on what color the towels are okay sure yeah <laughs> and I, I i like right i like doing laundry but i'm often told i do it wrong and see? now everybody well, can I see why i do it wrong too and we had this discussion specifically about towels because you use so many throughout the course of the day are you talking shop towels? Yes, I am, but they still quantify as towels. And I don't mix that with our household. No, but where I was going with that was getting away from the white towels because they just take so much of a beating that as soon as you get a drop of color on them, they look like they look terrible. Oh, yeah. So switching it to black towels. but For the shop. Sure. Sure, yeah. In which case you could just wash them all together. <laughs> I do for, because you have to disinfect and everything, right? Yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, for the household... Sometimes I separate, but oh, sometimes I don't. You need to separate or else things get gray and gungy and yucky. Have you seen my wardrobe? Gray is my color. I know. Not anymore. <laughs> Not since I've been around. Uh, no, some color's getting in there. Mind Although, you, I'm you wearing... You are wearing a gray t-shirt, a yes. gray sweater, and predominantly gray They've tights. They've got skulls on them. They do. <laughs> yeah. So, um... You have to eat those words now. Dryer? Or hanging to dry. All the shirts get hung up. It's a mix. No, all the shirts get hung up. But that's up. what I mean. We do use the dryer and we do hang Oh, we stuff. do, yeah. Yeah. I think when we were first married, 
we hung on our laundry and then we had children and then everything gets shoved in that fucking dryer. <laughs> <laughs> no yep. time for that. So do do print so we are both wearing screen printed shirts. Do screen prints get turned inside out for the laundry or however right they side? go in? I Interesting. don't if you don't have the conscientious effort. Yeah, that's not my problem. No. My mother was a big proponent of screen printed stuff should be turned inside out and it would last longer. Whether my mother was too, to but that? I'm not going to do it. If you're a grown man, if you don't want to do it, I'm not doing it. It goes in the wash how it got in I the pers- hamper. I personally don't care. I was just curious to know if that if anybody else cared. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're I, supposed to, but. Yeah. And I it's think there's a lot like of things. Jeans, if you can't empty your pockets or turn them inside right. whichever mm-hmm. way, that's how they're getting washed and dried and I'm not. Whatever's in the pockets is going through the machine. And 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 same thing with socks. Yes. There, Ethan, the other day, (laughs) he wears, um, instead of a coat, he wears quite a heavy sweatshirt. Sure. And washed it, and then he was cold. The first cold morning going to work, so he grabbed it, and uh, I know, I just washed it. And he reaches into the pockets and pulls out like 15 bucks. Oh, no. And uh, a whole whack of paper. I'm like, I guess the bills are clean. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, how's the paper? He's like, I think it was just a receipt. I hope it was just a receipt. <laughs> I can remember coming back in from the field and dumping all my dirty kit from the week uh, in the laundry room and then going to wash it. And this happened on <laughs> numerous occasions. You'd throw the stuff in the washing machine and forget that you had a lip balm in the pocket. You've got no lip balm afterwards. I may have once, done that myself. Once the lip balm survived, but you go pull the stuff out and you're like, what is, what's all over this? Like it's waxy. Yeah. So piece of advice, check your pockets. Take If you're not going to empty your pockets, at least take the lip balm out. Mm-hmm. So now that we've figured out when everything is dry, do you fold it back into the laundry basket to take it to the room or do you just throw it in the laundry basket and fold it in the room? Do you guys want to answer? Or is it me? I know what I do, so. I fold it in the room. Yeah, I was going to say that's a mix because sometimes it comes in the bedroom already folded if you fold some stuff in well, the see, laundry room. see, the shirts all get hung up. So yeah. because we have dogs and they shed and I hate dog hair, I will put them in the dryer to kind of fluff yeah. and get all that off. Yeah. So out of the dryer, I fold them quickly, put in the basket to bring upstairs because we hang everything up anyway. That's right. I'll tell you this. But the majority is folded in the bedroom. I don't fold away. underwear anymore. I just throw it in the drawer. I still yeah. fold underwear. I don't fold it you anymore. You can get more in. I fold socks, but I do not fold underwear anymore. It's coming out of the drawer. I know it's clean. There you go. <laughs> it's your yeah. drawer. Do what you That's want. That's right. My drawer, my underwear. That's my right. My drawer is in my drawer. <laughs> <laughs> we fold all of ours as it comes out of the dryer and put it in everybody's basket on top. Everyone has their own basket. Everybody has their own basket. And the household does struggle with taking the baskets up to the room. So most of the time we're running downstairs to get dressed in the laundry room. See, that's that's kind of the trade-off at our place. Like, I don't do a lot of the laundry, but, like, I do a lot of the heavy lifting. So there is that, I guess. Yeah, you'll bring the basket back up. For sure, for sure. If we ever build our own house... Shoot. The laundry is going... No, the laundry is going on where the bedrooms are. Yeah, main floor laundry, sure. Michelle has an awesome design where master bedroom, master closet, and it actually, the laundry room is on the other side of the master. Yes, absolutely. And a door there, so all you have to do is walk in and hang things out. 100%. Who decided to put it in the basement? I know people, like, when we built our house, Mm -hmm. 
the um, plumber and the electrician. Like they tried and tried. They're like, oh, no, you've got to put it in the basement. I'm like, no. I don't no. want it in the basement. I actually wanted it upstairs. But mm-hmm. but you got it on the main but floor. But I I ha- we have it on the main floor. Yeah. Mm. I think that's just an old design philosophy that people just, you know, like there are dinosaurs in every yeah, occupation. given by people that have never done laundry in their yeah, life. Quite yeah. possibly. Yeah. Yes, no, if we should ever get to build again, the new house plan is awesome. I would do that too. Have you ever wanted to start a podcast, but you didn't know where to begin? Maybe you'd like to try podcasting without having to invest in any recording equipment. Do you have an idea for a show, but you're not sure how to develop it? Let Sawcast Productions take care of all of that, so you can focus on what it is you want to say. Sawcast Productions offers podcasting solutions ranging from recording and basic editing, to fully produced episodes complete with all the audio embellishments of a broadcast quality show. When your show is ready... Sawcast Productions can distribute it too. Contact us online today. So, what do you want to say? We're just holding out for the uh, Muskoka house and the the Princess Margaret. It's coming. (laughs) Another week or so. We're going to win. Are you going to remember that you've gotten tickets this year when your prize shows up at the door? Well, isn't that a lovely story to dive into? Hopefully. So, I've got a story. (laughs) Two years ago. Two years ago. Let's just clarify this. I forgot, and so it's happened again this year. I gave my email this uh, year. Oh, did you? Okay. I did. It's, oh, babe, I think we should get Princess Margaret Hospital lottery tickets again this year. I'm like, okay. So this year you use your own email. I did. But in previous years, I bought us lottery tickets, and I used your email, so they're in your name. I'm like, okay. And then promptly forgot about it, because who wins the Princess Margaret, right? We don't win. People Not true. Do. Not People true. Do. Apparently that year we did win. We won one of the smaller prizes and a Garmin, basically their version of the Fitbit showed up, but it shows up in my name, no return address on it. No label, no nothing. (laughs) Who's sending you gifts? Well, because you don't check your email. They sent you an email saying you won, but yeah, it shows up like what's going on. And I have no idea. And you are furious. Well, I don't, not really furious. Yeah, you were. But I'm more like, this is weird. You were a little wondering who was sending you stuff. 100%. I was, but yeah, furious? of course you were. Yeah, furious. Sure. Okay, I was furious. Rightfully so. Not rightfully so. <laughs> if some chick is sending you stuff, yes. I was completely right. innocent so. in all really of that. Expensive. Who right. Is Who's sending them? you expensive presents, Wes? Uh, why are they sending you expensive? Presents, we didn't. Wes? Nobody send me an expensive present. I paid for that for a fucking lottery ticket. Well, we didn't find that out till later. <laughs> yeah. After exactly. you checked your emails. Yeah. And eventually all was, was well, and you no, longer, you no longer wear it. No, I work from home. It's yeah. kind of you a... gave up on wearing I it. I don't run anymore. I don't do that kind of stuff. So it's just not something in my day-to-day that I need. Fair I did enough. like the whole sleep thing, like checking right. the sleep yeah. and how much you wake up and don't, but... And so I just saw a thing the other day that the, the Margaret, the fifty-fifty is like somewhere in the tune of like $5 million. So that's exciting. And then for a number of years, I lived in Petawawa. So just down the road from where your family is from in Pembroke. Yep. And I just saw that the Pembroke Regional Health Center is holding a lottery in conjunction with Petawawa Toyota. There are 14,000 tickets and the grand prize is a 2020 Toyota Supra GS. Nice. $75,000 car. So I bought some tickets. So, fingers crossed. 
I was going to say, and you're a Toyota guy. I am a Toyota guy, but this is funny because the Toyota that, well, I mean, we have a Toyota truck. I've owned previous Toyota cars. I swear by Toyota. And then my summer car is branded a Toyota, but it's made by Subaru. <laughs> but this car, the uh, the new Supra, don't kid yourself. It may say Toyota on the badge, but it's a it's a BMW in disguise. Yeah. It's cool how they're doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of cross-platform stuff. So the next one, I'll throw to Michelle because I think it makes me laugh. So we're going to do <laughs> how she thinks we met versus oh, yeah. how he thinks we met. Oh, Fantastic. So, uh, Michelle, what's your story? How did this guy catch your eye? <laughs> well, that's a long time ago. It is a long time ago. Um, I believe, which I'm pretty sure I'm right, uh, <laughs> the first time... We met, or like when we actually knew that we met? Um, first time that we met. Okay. So I'd only been back in the country for three days. You had been where? I was over in Australia for a year. Good eye, mate. <laughs> um, we went to a field party, which was kind of... What was that field party called? It was called the Betty Ford Dropout Clinic. Shout oh, out to Mike wow. Anderson. Great party. Yeah. <laughs> All these years later. Yeah. And so I got there and there were a bunch of people that I hadn't seen in a year. So my cousin was kind of, you know, reintroducing me to everybody mm -hmm. because it'd been a year. And in high school, a year, you might as well have been gone for an eternity. Absolutely. 100%. So there were beverages being partaken and people were partying and, you know, she's walking around introducing me to people and she introduces me to this group of people and she says this is so and so this is so and so this is egg this is so and so we talk for a couple of minutes they leave i look to her i'm like when i'm sober reintroduce me to that guy <laughs> with the butt <laughs> and then wow an egg for a head and a butt <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. A nice butt though a nice she butt. wanted yeah. to uh yeah. learn more yeah so that was the first time that i met him so then, me being me, oblivious that I had met anyone new that night, <laughs> I think I ended up going home and sleeping on the lounger on the front deck of our house. I was supposed to spend the night somewhere else, and then I was like, no, take me home, and couldn't get into the house, so just slept on the lawn chair on the front porch, and uh, right proceeded to just be me and have lunch with the same people I had lunch with every day and uh, playing basketball or volleyball in the gym at lunch and uh, just doing what my high school career very much had consisted of. I had a friend and he had a girlfriend and I was very much the third wheel in that uh, relationship and they were going to the movies and they're like, do you want to come to the movies? And I was like, man, I have nobody to go with. And he's like, well, what about that girl? And I'm like, what girl? <laughs> I see I lost I left a wonderful impression. Yeah, and he's like, you know, that one that's been like watching us play basketball and the one that's sitting at the same table that we eat lunch at and Oh no. Right? That she has subtly totally she's inserted herself into my daily routine. Obviously my friends have picked up on this and uh so somebody gives me, you know, a first and a last name and this is the time you know not if you didn't know the person that knew that person you used the phone book what the hell is that i know right now just to interrupt so i don't seem like a stalker 
one of my friends was dating one of his friends. So there's so a reason was, you were there as well. It was very easy <laughs> to chase him till he caught me. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, grab the old phone book, flip it over to Bob Cajun, and flip it over to Telford's. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> There's about There's 20, no Telfords and Bob Cajun. Yeah, what are you talking about? About, about 23 at the time. <laughs> so Scott not knowing anything about this girl, I started at the top of the list. Oh, that's sweet. And you just kept calling him. <laughs> sure. Until... And you know what? Not, My relatives are assholes. Not so... one of her uncles, cousins, or extended family could say, oh, no, that's Larry's daughter. Right. Oh, and, like, I even would have talked to Jim. Jim's a good guy, but couldn't tell me that, oh, no, that's my brother Larry's <laughs> kid. So I worked through the entire list. I also called probably the business line first. It was all one line. It was all one line. So call, and she hung up on me. Oh, no. <laughs> well, in my defense, I had only known him by his nicknames. No one had ever given me a first name. And he says, hi, this is Scott Elder. Do you want to go to the movies? I'm like, I don't know anybody by that name. Goodbye. <laughs> nice, eh? <laughs> what Fuck was the you. nickname? <laughs> Lips and Egg. <laughs> Which is funny now because now that I've lost all my hair, yeah. I really don't see the oval reference in my noggin. But I guess when I had a bit more fro. Maybe. Maybe. So then what did your God-blessed mother, my favorite mother-in-law in the whole wide world, what did she tell you? So the phone rang again. And by this point, I'd gone back in and I was watching TV. And she's like, that boy has called back. Ooh. I raised you better than that. If he asks you out again, you will go. Oh. Thank you, Nancy. God so, love you, Nancy. <laughs> right? I'm like, I'm like, fine, I'll go. But what if he's a serial killer? <laughs> I could die. You don't know who's coming to that Because you had no idea who was no, calling you. No clue who he was. So Aww. on the phone, talked to him, said yes, gave him the directions to how to get to my house. Once we hung up, I yelled down the hall to my sister. I'm like, bring me last year's yearbook. <laughs> and being hopeful that I was, I'm like, let's start in grade 12. And my sister, thinking it was funny, going, nah, we're starting in grade nine. Nine. <laughs> we're going to work our way up. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, my God, he's uh, he's going to be a grade nine, and I'm not going to the door. <laughs> but needless to say, I was not in grade nine. You were not in grade nine. I did find your house. Yes. Uh, and we did go to the movies. And uh, the other couple was unfortunately not able to make it, so it was just you and I. Which I think was a setup. Maybe. Do you remember what you saw? I do. I believe it was Eddie Murphy. In The Distinguished Gentleman. Oh, wow. Very oh, good wow. movie. Laughed a lot. It was a good movie. Uh, yeah, so uh, if they had never said that I should go to the movies and that... I believe there was something that happened before that that you've left out of the story. Wasn't there something else? Involving my eye. And a fist or something? <laughs> and a party? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Oh, busted. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> busted. I, be I believe you have left a chunk of this. Out. So when was our first date? 
Our first date was after that. After that. By about three weeks because the black eye was gone. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you inserted yourself into my life after the black eye. No, I inserted myself in. We ended up at the same party. So Your my- friends kept you away from me while I had the black eye because they knew you did not remember doing it. So, um, <laughs> throw a little back. Okay. So, um, I'm just saying. A good friend, uh, mutual friend, uh, Brian, his parents went to Florida every year and come around, uh, you know, they leave after Christmas. So, like, come January, February, March, uh, whatever they left, we pretty much moved in and uh, it was a nonstop kegger until they got back. And uh, I do remember this now and um, (laughs) uh, yet another night where I may have overindulged and feeling a little tipsy and uh, Brian's mom had immaculate taste, uh, beautiful pictures, art on the wall. Uh, had a Ming vase at the front with the the faux umbrellas and the faux canes. Right. And I remember being parked at the end of that banister and kind of doing the drunk guy cha-cha-cha and two (laughs) steps to the left and two steps to the left and then a big stagger to the right and uh, head down on the banister, kind of crossed arms and down. And apparently at some point Michelle had been put in charge of me. So uh, something was going on and Brian yells at me. He's like, Watch him. Don't let him break anything or himself. We don't want to deal with Catherine. At this point, I'm thinking, who's Catherine? Because <laughs> the weekend before at the same house and party, he's like, oh, I got to go home to Catherine. I'm like, who's You're thinking Catherine? he's got a girlfriend or something. Yeah, yeah. I think that was mid-grope, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, seriously? <laughs> so that's fine. I'm like, sure, I'll watch him for 10 minutes. So I'm standing there, and I'm like, yay, watching the drunk guy. <laughs> Um, he's weaving and wobbling and then all of a sudden he's weaving and weaving and weaving and there's the vase and so I yell his name well if he doesn't come up closed fist cracks me right on the cheekbone like we're talking so bad that and the whole house goes dead silent (laughs) and they're like oh my god she's gonna kill him (laughs) like there's no doubt in anybody's mind egg is dead (laughs) and it wasn't that i punched you i just turned suddenly with with your closed fist connecting with my face yeah for sure there was no there was no punch thrown i i'm pretty sure that's classified as a punch. Uh, just physics happening (laughs) physics yeah drunk guy physics (laughs) exactly thank you wes so brian comes running and i look at him i'm like you deal with your drunk friend I'm going to bed because <laughs> at this point, like my eye is throbbing. Like of I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh! So I go upstairs, grab a bedroom, I go to sleep. I wake up probably three, four in the morning, and I hadn't drank all night because mm-hmm. I was supposed to drive home. I am so sick, like so sick, like alcohol sick. No, like flu sick. Oh, flu sick. Okay. Flu sick. Yeah, yeah. Because I was supposed to work at 7 the next morning. So I race home. Because if you're going to be sick, you don't want to of course, do it in the party house toilet, right? That's right. Oh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fine. I open the door. It's like 5.30 in the morning when I get home. I'm racing through the kitchen to get to the bathroom. And Larry's in the kitchen. 
I hadn't looked in the mirror. So you didn't know? I didn't know. I knew my eye hurt. It was so black that it was black and then that green and that purple. And you know those big neon sunglasses that we used to have? Yes. Oh, yeah, I remember With those. With the neon yeah. sides yeah. and yeah. that wouldn't cover it. Oh. And like it was puffy and closed. And all Larry said was like, shit, I want to see what the other guy looks like. <laughs> I looked fine. Yeah. <laughs> so then, of course, school's there. I'm wearing sunglasses in school. Mm-hmm. And if you remember back when we were in high school, you weren't allowed to do that. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew why I was. Nobody would say anything. Sure, sure. And this guy has disappeared. <laughs> What? So I can't even, you know, yeah. retaliate. Obl- oblivious. <laughs> so after that, three weeks, black guy's gone. Then he calls me. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Always a gentleman. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And uh, thank God for no cell phones back then. No one thought to take a picture. So, you know, this could all be... Oh, buddy. This could just be a story. If that had happened today, it'd be on Facebook and you'd have been lynched long before you ever got together. You would have been trending. (laughs) Yeah. I I am positive there were enough people that saw it that... Oh, yeah. And and it's funny because after the fact, I mean, people told me that and I'm like, I I remember remember the banister. I remember the vase. Sure. I remember turning around quickly because somebody called my name and... No inkling of the connection or the, uh, yeah, you'd think my fist would have been sore, but, and I mean, right, that would probably be the only fight I ever won in high school. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting and, uh, good first date. And I mean, there's stories about the first date that we could go into and stuff like that, but yeah, so yeah, we kind of met at a party house and then uh, a little bit of stalkery and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. and uh, yeah, worked out okay. <laughs> well, good for that. That's really good. So how about you, Kim? What's your first recollection of uh, meeting Wes? Mm. High school. Yep. Definitely, man. He had this thick blonde hair, quiet, shy. Partially he- true. What do you, well, partially true. We didn't go to the same party, so you wouldn't know. No, no, we didn't. No. But we had the same friends. We had the same kind of core. We just didn't all hang out all at the same time. I know, yeah. But yeah, that was my first recollection of you. You're cute. Cute and shy with your lazy eye. I know. Your bedroom eye. Now we just know it's a huge astigmatism. Yeah, but it's still <laughs> sexy. <laughs> and uh, Wes, how about you? Would you say same idea as Kim? You know what? I paint it really fluffy because the, the truth is, you know, Kim is the one that got away, right? Aww. But uh, yeah, so high school, probably, oh, grade nine. Grade, no, grade nine. T- grade nine, grade 10. Grade 10 is when I really realized that, oh, man, I think I'm, no, grade nine, late grade nine. Mm-hmm. You know, I had this crush on her, and but like as a young boy or young man who, you know, doesn't drive, I got no car, and you you didn't live in town, you lived out in the country. And I it did. Was, you know, and then of course you know what it's like when you're hanging it with your guy friends, and you you at that age, you know, it's all T and A, right? So every guy that I know is is talking about your your ample T and A. <laughs> and it's like, how do you tell your friends that, you know, you, you like this girl when they're objectifying her? And it's just like, it just was not this, they weren't conversations that I enjoyed having, right? So if, to me, it was like this, there was a competitive 
nature to win your affections. And, you know, when I looked at the competition, I felt like I rated very poorly. So, well, um, that's a shame because girls don't that, think the same way as boys. You say that now, but, you know, at the time, I would have had no way of knowing that because I was too stupid to just ask. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I did not pursue you, even though I, I may have wanted to at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we went on and had lives and kids and marriages and had a, what, a 22 year something like that absence with yeah. really like no, like zero, zero, zero contact. Yeah. 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 And then when you were back in the area, I wasn't even in the area. Well, I mean, the area I was in Ontario, right? But I was nowhere around here. I was still in uniform. I was still living in uh, Angus. I was still posted to Borden, and uh, Kim, I was divorced. I was separated, and and who be- reached out to who? I reached out to him because we had like the same core friends in high school. Facebook, right? Right. And just by chance, I'm like, I saw his name. He commented on something. I'm like, oh my God, hey, how are you? What's new? What's going on? Because I remember him as a very a 16-year-old boy, right? 16, 17. You're going into the army. That was what you wanted to do. And yeah. now all these years later, did you do it? What's did, going yeah. on? So I sent the message. Yeah. And it's, I, don't, I couldn't tell you what day it was. I know it was in no. the summertime. At the time, I had just, I just bought the car. I hadn't owned the car for very right. long. But I was able to find an all-model, all-make car club in Barrie. And so the car club that I belong to, we had gone to Collingwood and had done a charity car show that day. And part of the day was after the car show, we were going to do a cruise. So on our cruise, we went up to the Bruce Lookout at the top of Blue Mountain. And so I'm literally standing there looking out over Georgian Bay and I get this, you know, bing, I check my phone and it's this message from Kim and it's, Hey, how are you? And I'm like, good, good. Where were you? I haven't talked to you for like ever. And she says, where in the world are you today? And so I snap a picture of Georgian Bay and I send it to her. I'm like, I'm standing on the top of Blue Mountain looking at the Georgian Bay in Collingwood. Where are you? Oh, I'm in Peterborough. Oh, cool, cool. You've moved back to the area. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Well, I'm just here with my car club. What are you doing? Nothing. Do you want to have dinner? Okay. <laughs> well, there was more talking. You make it sound like it was just out of the blue. We're making plans for dinner. But yeah, like that was our first. Let's be real about it, though. Like I that day, I yes, went. You did. I did. I went from standing on top of Blue Mountain to eating dinner with you in Peterborough. Yeah. I did you not did make my timings. I was late no, repeatedly, repeatedly and you were gracious enough to wait for me. I think if you would have said you were another hour, I was going to go. Let's do this. Between, yeah. Another day. I I couldn't ditch the club outright. Like, oh, got to go. Couldn't do that. So it was like, okay, well, I'll I'll finish the cruise out back to Wasaga Beach and then I'll I'll duck out. But then it's like I had to go back to the house to do a few things. I had to get fuel. And then I finally, after two one-hour delays, I finally got on the road and made the three-hour three and a bit hour drive over well that's good mm-hmm. yeah and we had a, a lovely dinner at the uh, boston pizza on, we did on lansdowne and i don't want to say inseparable but really after that we were we were immediately exclusive to each other and i think so it was very quick it feels but like natural like it wasn't yeah. forced or weird or yeah, and only after we got together did we find out, you know, like, well, I liked you. Oh, I liked you too. Oh, damn it. 
but you know, 22 years. It of, wouldn't have worked then. I we talked about first that. to admit that that I would have tripped on my stuff several times, <laughs> and I would have ruined a good thing. So better to have what we have now than exactly. to uh, waste it on uh, misspent youth. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Good story. Yeah. Yep. And you stuck with me through all the crap. I did. Yeah. Gold star for me. Oh, double gold but star But you're worth you. it. Oh, well, thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I better do this right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, quickly, I'm going to do a couple more um, this or that's. Ooh, and maybe two, this or that. And maybe that'll finish off our night. Sounds good. Sure. So, back in the day, birth control or condoms? Do you want to lead with that one, or do you want me to go? What we did? Or, you know, what, not necessarily. What, what we classifying as so back I'm, in the day. Back in the day when you still needed them? Before you were married? Uh, married or pre-vasectomy? Oh, or yeah. pre-children. Pre-children, when sure. you practice safe sex. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, so as a guy, I was petrified. So I would probably say I was a condom guy. Because if a girl said she was on birth control, I couldn't trust that. That's smart. So I just use condoms. So that would be my answer is is condoms. Now, thank God, I cut a clip and a cauterize. <laughs> sure. And I'm raw dogging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So much better. So you're saying you couldn't trust me. <laughs> Uh, not necessarily you, and not that I have a ton of experience, but yeah, if you look at that and the people that I've partaken of uh, intimate relationships, I would tell you I was probably petrified of impregnating anyone, and that, uh, yeah, I, I think I used condoms. That was a big fear for you. That was, yeah, it was, and, and I always thought it was the guy's responsibility. Well, good for you, because it is. <laughs> So good for you. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'd also say, um, gentlemen, if you have the opportunity to uh, step up to the vasectomy plate, uh, well worth uh, doing that as well. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you some post-VAS stories from when I worked the clinic. <laughs> oh, mine's terrible, but <laughs> it's still easier than... What Michelle would have had to go sure, through to get sure. her tubes tied. It, it is easier for men to have the procedure than it is for women, yeah. so for sure. So, uh, Michelle, uh, what would you have uh, said? Uh, I'm a firm believer in both. Right. Because back when we were younger, I did not want to have children or be pregnant until I was wanted to. And I wasn't willing to take that risk, so... Didn't want to be that person. So you were pulling both tri- triggers on that yeah. double barrel shotgun. Double, yeah. Pow, pow. I have to agree. I did the same. It's not worth it. The risk. No yeah. way. And then to find out that it really didn't matter because first uh, is here. I have super sperm. <laughs> Our first is here through two failed forms of birth control. Well, so. there you go. Life will find a way. And we love him. <laughs> okay. Well, well, aren't I the poster child for irresponsibility? (laughs) So I would like to say that it was a mix of both. And at some times that was true. And at other times it wasn't true. And uh, like I said in one of our previous episodes, you know, 
girls were more important than grades and I was around all the wrong people for all the wrong reasons. So I was definitely uh, irresponsible, probably more often than not. And, uh, you know, I was pretty much, I was a DTF if she said she was on the, on the BCP and that was good enough for me on a lot of, uh, on a lot of, uh, Oh, yeah. Very good. Very good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we won't uh, let you yeah. lament too long. Okay. About, thank you. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks so, for the um, save. <laughs> you've, uh, I believe Wes, you've heard this uh, one before, but I'll throw it back to you. Sure. Uh, lights on or lights off. So we did, we went through this on somebody else's show and I know what my answer was then. And I've since reconsidered that and I have to, I'm going to split the middle here and I'm going to go both. I feel that there is a certain intimate quality with lights off that I'm not saying that you can't have that with the lights on, but there is a, it changes the intimacy with it off. So, um, you're throwing like a scarf over the lamp and hoping it doesn't, it doesn't catch on fire. (laughs) I do like the lights on though. Like one, because it's spontaneous and it's in the moment and you can see each other. And, and Mm -hmm. that is a, that's a big part for me is the visual component of being able to see what I'm doing or what my partner is doing. And by partner, I mean my wife. I'm glad you clarified that. (laughs) So, Kimberly, are are you uh, towing the West line, or do you have a different opinion on lights on or lights off? I'm of the mind that it's uh, it can go either way, right? It's good both. It's it doesn't have to be one specific. There you go. So yeah, Michelle, lights on, lights off. I am a lights off. And and that's the end of the story. I'll tell you this, if I'm going from the bedroom to the bathroom, god damn it's lights on. My toes appreciate it. And I believe my answer last time was uh, lights off as well, but I just thought it enhanced my other senses. Nice. Nice. Right. Um, so, and our last question for the night, um, and you can throw this back as far as you want to or as current as you want to. So, ladies, yours would be granny panties or thong, and Wes, ours will be boxers or briefs. Yep, okay. All right, so you go ahead, Wes. Sure, so at the age where I was not responsible for buying my own underwear, it was briefs, because that's what all little boys wore back then. Uh, And then as soon as I started buying my own underwear, it was uh, bicycle short style uh, boxer brief, and has been my entire adult life. I will uh, also concur with that, um, but that's why I got married so somebody could continue to buy, to buy my your underwear. <laughs> continue, for you. continue to buy my. Isn't that why every uh, guy gets married because his mother refuses to buy him his underwear anymore? No, I buy my own underwear, and I am also boxer briefs. Uh, yeah. Little sideline story: our boys, twenty-one and nineteen, so not a huge difference uh, between them. Uh, we did an experiment and. Brandon was boxers, yeah. and Ethan was boxer briefs. And they have remained that from three and two or four and three. Wow. And they are still firm believers. I think other than athletics, maybe the odd time that they'll wear a compression short or sure. whatever. But Ethan is still very much a boxer brief. Yeah. And Brandon is still very much a linen boxer kind of guy. Really? Like the loose, short loose, tile yeah, style. Yeah, very interesting. So uh, don't tell me that we couldn't make our children into cannibals in <laughs> one generation. It's totally doable. So, Kim, um, granny panties 
or thong? Well, I don't think I own any granny panties. But uh like boy shorts? Boy shorts, yeah. That's that is a wear sure. that is a thing. Thongs. And I have to say sometimes I do go commando. Whew. Yeah. Can confirm. Sometimes. It happens. I wear I worked with a girl once, and then that was her. Th- and like, pre- I don't do that all the time. No, no. And she proceeded, I feel like she proceeded to tell us all the time. And oh. I just, I didn't quite get that whole idea. Yeah. She was a sharer. Mm. It's interesting. That's going for a reaction. That's what that is. Uh, maybe. Yeah. But okay. And then over to my lovely wife. Uh, Well, I don't think I'd call them granny panties, but like just a regular bikini underwear yeah, like a bikini, bikini. <laughs> except for you know when i was injured and then it was nothing if all of them landed on the floor and i couldn't bend over to put them on we just went commando went with what was there yeah there you go and with that i think this is the episode anything actually i meant to ask you ladies because again as our guests Anything you wanted to share with us? Any promotion? Any exciting news in your life? Yeah, what do you guys got going on in your life? Yeah. Take it away, Michelle. <laughs> uh, hockey started again. Hockey started. Uh, yeah. So I get to stand out on the ice. COVID. Uh, COVID, COVID preparations for hockey. So. Uh, Corthelix is doing a great job with their protocol. Um, they're trying really hard. <laughs> um, Aren't we all? There's some things that I think are a little bizarre, but they're doing what they can, and the kids are back on the ice, and the kids seem to be happy, so that's all that... Good. That's good. We're just... we're They're only allowing two coaching staff per team on the ice. I'm a firm believer in that, because that means I'm not on the ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, no fundraisers going on at work this year? Uh, no. All our... Fundraisers have been canceled because of COVID, so oh. we didn't get to do our big axe throwing fundraiser, which is kind of sad. I um, liked it because I won. <laughs> no, not a lot. Not a lot. In my world. I oh, work. There you go. I have my grandbaby. There you go. That is. That's our life. Mm-hmm. That's our excitement from week to week. It's like I think I finally got the uh, red pepper jelly to uh, to set. Gel- jelly today. So nice. the set. Nice, nice. And uh, you feel okay that you're in, you've been knocked off your perch at axe throwing? I'm not happy about that. <laughs> right. Because now you're like fourth. I know. I'm not. I had a bad week. Blame the boards. I am blaming That's the boards I because. I'll, I owe an apology to the staff and to my fellow throwers. I was a whiny little boy and uh, wasn't happy with my game this week. And uh, I blame the boards. So, Kim, yeah, back to you. Uh, well, you mentioned, yeah, axe throwing. We joined the league with yes, you guys. Yes, which it's is very, we've talked fun. about it a couple times. Yeah. Talked about your skill at hitting clutch. I am pretty proud of myself. You should be. I have you like five. Be. I haven't hit Hit one. that little green dot. I am pretty proud of myself. The majority stick in the board. Yep. Some fall. I'm okay with that. But uh, I'll get better. The salon is keeping me busy. With COVID, now all my clients, and we're getting close, I think, to a shutdown again. So everyone's right. kind of... So there's a rush. There's a rush now. I'm, you know, we went back to work in June. I was swamped for the longest time, and I'm feeling like it's that same kind of momentum now. Right. And you guys did, uh, you did a wonderful uh, redo of the salon with yes. your shutdown. Yeah. 
So new mirrors, new tables, new die station. You new did everything. New, yeah, the whole nine yards. And it yeah. does look good. And your clients have been happy since they've been back with it? They have. They all really like it. They better be. Yeah. Uh, so I'm really proud. It's just there's some finishing touches we haven't finished because I've just been so busy. Right. By the time my day is ended, I'm like, yeah, I'm not renovating. Well, side right? side note on that, uh, producer Andy was gracious enough to do all the graphic design for that. Yes, he oh did. Oh, my God. I have an amazing, like, decal. Full wall My art. logo. The girl yeah. on my, my business cards, the logo, she's just amazing. And everyone comments on her. And it's so. it's uh, hair definition, Hair correct? definitions. See, I do pay attention. Yes, thank and you, you. And you do have room for new clients? I do. Taking them, yeah. And you're uh, on the Facebooks? Facebooks. I don't do too much with the Instagram, I got to say. Like I said earlier, I'm not on a lot. I should be more. But uh, yeah, Facebook, Facebook for sure. It's the social media for old people. Old people. <laughs> so if anybody is And I'm looking... the oldest one here, I think. I am. See, no one disagreed with you. I know. There was a really bad pause. Thanks, for guys. For another couple of days. Thanks, guys. It's okay. Yeah. I'm the baby. <laughs> yeah. So between that, working and the G-baby and... You know, it's fun. It's just kind of co- and COVID. COVID's changed everyone's lives, right? right? So it's different, but yeah, not well, too good. much crazy stuff. Excellent. Well, again, thank you so much for coming out and hanging out with us. I've truly enjoyed it. It's nice to share this uh, experience with you guys. It was fun. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad that uh, ladies that you were uh, down to uh, come in tonight and hang out with us in this uh, intimate setting. I know it's. Uh, Something that we do quite frequently outside of this, but it's a it's a whole other ball game when you've got a microphone in front of you and now you're trying to uh, put it out there as mm-hmm. a, as something for an audience. So very gracious of you to come in and uh, open up your lives uh, to the public like that, and hopefully you've liked it enough that you want to come back and do it again when we've got some more fun stuff to talk about. Sure, for sure. Well, I guess that's a another one in the uh, in the can. I'm Wes. I'm Scott. And you've been hanging at the barbershop. Bye. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for hanging with us at the Barbershop. You can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Please like and share us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our shenanigans. Hanging at the Barbershop is a Sawcast production.